and welcome to Freed by Noon, the new podcast from your boy J Train every single day of the week. That's right. You know the J Train podcast. We do it every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Well, now we're going to do it every single day. It'll come out at midnight, so you got it by noon, because that's the mentality of the Freed by Noon podcast. That's right. We have the same mentality as Beach by Noon. Live it, love it, own it, understand it, seek it. That's right. Every day, we're going to be coming to you with some emails like we do on the J Train Podcast. It's going to come on the same feed. All I ask of you, the listener, tell a friend, tell a coworker, tell a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll take them because we're going to talk about the hard-hitting subjects here on Freed by Noon. Every day, a subsidiary of the J Train Podcast. And we're here live in Harlem, New York City. Um, very excited to have you. If you don't know the J train podcast freed by noon podcast is going to be every single day. You send in your emails. We talk it out in a non judgy This is the no judgment zone. This is where you get it. We're going to be honest. We're going to be loving. We're going to be truthful. Let's get into it. You can send in your emails. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Com. Ooh, we just got this email in. Let's go to the emails. Uh, J train podcast at gmail.com. Breakups by J train by noon. Okay, well, we're trying to get the name right still. Let's start. We're still working on that name. Also, listen, we're on YouTube. Go on YouTube, subscribe. These videos will be there every single day. Yeah, that's right. For you, for the. For the grand price of making your Instagram stories. Yeah, that's right. There's a cost. Make your Instagram stories. Let people know. We have so many good emails. Uh, This one calls relationship ends when, hmm, let's go. Relationships ends at the start of self-quarantine. J-Train, my girlfriend of eight months, broke up with me completely out of the blue yesterday. Shelby, play us some sad music. Play some sad. My girlfriend of eight months broke up with me completely out of the blue yesterday. She said this has been on her mind for a week because I was wondering if if this had been stewing for months. Her doing this right before we have two weeks minimum of quarantine feels like it couldn't come at a worse time. What are your suggestions to deal with this during these actual weird times? I, I think this is a great question. Um, it's interesting. It does feel like we're all in a movie about what life would be like if a pandemic struck the world, doesn't it? Like, doesn't it feel like we're in the movie? Um, like, uh, what's the movie called? I wrote it down. Um, did I write it in my other piece of paper? I wrote it down. It's like we're in the movie, what's the one, Zombieland. It kind of feels like we're in Zombieland. Like Zombieland, the whole premise of the movie is that what if an apocalypse, you know, what if a zombie apocalypse went on while you have an iPhone? 
You know, why? what if it went on in a world that you exist in right now? What if a zombie apocalypse happened when Metallica could be referenced? That's kind of what this all feels like. It's like, what if the pandemic happened and Jared Freed started doing his podcast from his bedroom desk um, and people were writing in about, well, my girlfriend broke up with me as the world is ending. And it's like, okay, let me just tell you. Okay, I have a saying and I say it on the U Up podcast. I've said it on J Train for years. Beware the birthday, beware the holiday, beware vacations. Because what happens in relationships is these are mile markers that none of us want to hit. None of us want to get to the birthday because then you have to do the birthday gift and that makes it seem like you're more into the relationship than you actually were. It's a time for refresh and realizing and, and looking at your place in life and going, whoo, we got two weeks till the birthday. Do I want to go through the presents and the calls and the cards that make me seem like I'm into this? Or do I want to get out now, know that they disappear into the arms of their friends for the birthday dinner, and then I'm off the hook. And the sooner I do it, the more it seems like I didn't lie. So now we can add into that list. Beware of birthdays, holidays, vacations, and pandemics where a quarantine might be involved because that's what's happening. People are looking at their lives and they're going, hmm, I got to spend two weeks minimum with you? And and listen, it's, it's happening and they're going, all their thoughts, they're making you think. It's no more work. It's no more, you know, schedules of the day. It's no more Monday through Friday. Go to work, come home, go to the gym, go to bed, talk on the phone. Weekends, we'll get drunk together. Now the whole schedule's change. They're trying to realize, ooh, do I want this new schedule with the person that I've been seeing? If I spend two weeks with them, it'll be harder to break up with them after the quarantine than it will before. That's when it's all happening. So it's not that they're sitting there for months and months and months and they're going, who? Shit, I got to do it soon. Maybe they were. That could happen too. But it's not like they're sitting there going months and months and months. For most likely, they're going, they're doing a refresh. They're doing a relook at their lives and they're going, hi, uh, two weeks with them or two weeks and then I can get out of this. And it's like, that's what's going on. He asked with my suggestions to deal with it. My suggestion is one, unsubscribe. You got to get, get out. Get out of the Instagram world because there's not a lot of options. It's not like you can watch the game. The sports are done. You can come here and spend freed by noon with me every day. We're also on YouTube. But what I'm saying is you can't, you have to now, you have to unsubscribe because there's going to be a lot of time to look and reminisce and know that when someone dumps you, when you get dumped, you're two weeks at a minimum behind when the dumping was thought about, okay? So you're, if you're looking to them, what happens a lot when you get dumped is you go, well, why aren't they as upset as me? They, this must be a lie. And that's not the case. They've just had more time than you. They've been thinking about longer. You, you found out today. So today you start mourning. You're, if you're two weeks ahead of them in the morning process, or if they're two weeks ahead of you in the morning process, of course they're going to seem like they're doing okay. What the fuck? You didn't care about this? No, they cared two weeks ago and they had to deal with it on their own. Have some empathy for their side. That's all I ask. So unsubscribe from them. Call friends. Call family. Get together with roommates. And I, I wrote down a, a couple ideas. Get in shape. Maybe not. Let's new, new pandemic, new you. Like, let's get, let's do some crunches. Let's go on a little bit of a, let's make an eating plan. 
Let's have some turkey. Let's have some lean meats. Let's have some, you know, peanut butter. Then you got to prepare for the next step. When you've been dumped like this, you got to prepare for the next step. And it's like, hey, let's get some pictures together where we can start, you know, maybe start a dating app in a couple weeks or a month. Hmm? I would also get it out of your system. I would let her know, hey, here's where I am. Here's how I feel. I just want to let you know. And don't make it about when it happened. It doesn't sound right, and it makes it sound like you're making them, you're trying to get them to feel badly about how it was done. It was hard for them to do it. It was hard for them to dump you. So going to them and saying, you could do, how could you do this before the quarantine? It's not really a good defense because they're going to go, well, it would have been worse after the quarantine. They have that on their side. So what you have to do is say, hey, I'm hurt by this relationship ending, not how it ended. Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com we're here freed by noon every day keep sharing it keep sharing it keep sharing it i have a update email when j train closes the deal whoo huge fan of the podcast so much so that i have this success story to share for your male listeners go on this is from a lady listener. Put on Shelby, play some porno music. I feel like it's gonna get hot. Met a guy on Bumble. Went on our first date a few weeks ago. The date was going okay. The conversation was kind of slow. Mostly, uh, we just talked about our kids. He took out his phone to show me a podcast he listened to with his kids, and I saw that he had the J Train podcast playing. He jokes about that being what quote unquote closed the deal. And to be honest, he's probably right. The date carried on much longer than it probably would have otherwise, and we spent the rest of the night talking about this podcast and you up. Next thing I know, I'm waking up next to him in a hotel room. Ring that bell, Shelby. Ding, ding, ding. That's right. I was pretty sure we'd never see each other again, but like you've said before, sleeping with someone on the first date is not the reason they're not interested in dating you. We've hung out a few times since then. He actually had a cameo video made for me from you last week. Holy shit, I didn't realize. Hey, listen. I'm on Cameo now, by the way. That's right. All this is to say, if your male listeners are struggling on a date, wondering how to recover on the fly, I highly suggest they mention J-Train. I guess it's a panty dropper. This is an amazing email. I love it. Thank you so much for sending it in. Um, I think this is a great idea as far as a lot of people are wondering, what's a good date during the, you know, the quarantine. I'm stuck at home. I met someone. We've been on three dates. Things seem to be on the way. We're rocking and rolling. How about you video chat? Uh, both of you decide to listen to the same podcast. I mean, this is a good time for self-promotion, but I you could listen to any podcast, and then you guys do like a little book group. Hey, you listen to the podcast. I'll listen to the podcast, and then we'll talk it out. Let's talk about one subject we love together. Why not? And here's the thing. The problem with these situationships and where you are in a relationship and I do appreciate her her idea. Like, you know, you know, guys out there, I think the J Train podcast is helpful, a good way. I think any podcast, anything you're reading is a good way to connect with people. So what I would say to you out there, if you're like, hey, what do I do? Because right now, what happens in these relationships, and the reason a lot of people and listen, this is the podcast of luxury issues. We are the we are the champagne problems podcast. I am not gonna sit here and complain about the coronavirus all day long, okay? We're going to understand it's a part of our world now, and we're going to live life through it. That's how Freed by Noon 
is gonna work is gonna work. Okay, it's like the movie Zombieland. Zombieland, they're killing, you know, they're killing zombies, and then they turn to each other and they're like, "What are we gonna do for lunch?" Like that's gonna be this show. So what I'm saying to you is right now, the hardest part about dating someone through these times where you're alone in an apartment, you're only with a specific group of friends, you can't really leave, there's no bars open. Hey, let's create things to talk about because what happens is it's like when people go on vacation. If you're three dates in with someone, your friend goes and and the girl or guy goes on vacation, you're like, man, by the fifth day of the vacation, by the third day of the vacation... Those texts are slowing down. The calls are slowing down. We have, it feels like we have nothing to talk about. It's like, yeah, because you don't. You have nothing to talk about. That's why you need a podcast, a book, a show, a, you know, a Netflix, whatever you're going to do, get on course with someone you're dating right now to do it together. Podcast at gmail.com. That's the email to send your questions in. Podcast at gmail.com. Dumped by COVID. Hmm. Let's do this one. Dumped by COVID. My girlfriend of two years just broke up with me. She showed up to my house, brought all my stuff, and said I was a child and left. She has now blocked me on all social media, blocked my phone number. We are still on a phone plan together. I can't get a hold of her to figure out the phone plan, and she won't explain why she broke up with me. uh, I didn't cheat or do anything shady. I went through some depression and stopped taking care of myself, and I think that's why she left. Am I in the right to feel hurt and upset about the way she did this or am I overreacting? So here's my point to this guy. The answers are usually in the emails and I see it right in front of me. And it's funny to me. And I, and I, I, I the situation's funny to me. Not, you know, it sucks to be dumped. It sucks. But again, this girl looked at their relationship. She did, she did some auditing and she said, uh-uh, he's a child. He's not handling himself correctly. I want to fight. Now's the time that we have... Social distancing is a great way to be... Everyone that's about to break up with you is social distancing. You know that, right? Anytime you go, hey, they text a lot less. That's social distancing. Hey, they, you know, they used to take me on dates and now it's just meetups late at night and now he doesn't text as much. Social distancing. So that's the same thing. This guy was now put in a position. The the girl shows up and the answer's in the email. She has now blocked me on all social media and blocked my phone number. We are still in the same phone plan together. I can't get a hold of her to, to, to figure out the phone plan. And she won't explain why she broke up with me. There's the lie. There's his biggest problem. See the order he put that in? I can't get a hold uh, of her to figure out the phone plan. Then he says she won't explain why she broke up with me. No, no, no. When you're dumped, you have to be honest with yourself, okay? You're not calling to figure out the phone plan. You're calling to figure out why they dumped you and then you're going to figure out the phone plan. So the person on the other end knows that you're using a strategy to get them to pick up the phone. To, so they're going, so we know the, the Trojan horse game you're playing. You're trying to get into the empire using the cloak of a phone plan to be able to ask her the hard hitting questions. Why am I dumped? So here's my advice to you. Forget about the phone plan. Forget it. You need to be vulnerable and honest. And this is a part of growing up. And this is a part of the reason you said she ended it. She said you're childish. Let's be an adult, okay? Let's grow up a little bit today, okay? You need to take a look at why this relationship ended. Talk with friends. Talk with parents. Talk with brothers, siblings, mothers, papas, anyone. But talk to people that are close to you. And feel the pain. 
and explain the pain. And then you have to figure out, hey, maybe this wasn't the relationship, the right relationship for you. Maybe you, she had a right. Maybe there are things you need to fix. Maybe there are moves you need to make. When, that, when the emotion's out of it, then you get to the phone. Maybe you text her to go, hey, I just want to talk to you to make sure we end this right. And you first end the relationship, then the phone can get figured out. Because, listen, the phone plan's cheaper with you both on it anyways. So there's no real reason for you to do this quickly. She knows that. It's not like there's an extra $500 if you guys aren't together. You know, so right now you your Trojan horse is flimsy is what I'm saying. So you need to go to her, okay? First, you need to go to friends and family and talk out the breakup. Feel Talk out the breakup. Feel the hurt. Own it. Live it. Fester in it. Then you need to go to her. And you need to say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with this broken up, but now I want to talk it out. Let's talk about the breakup. I need some closure myself. Get the closure you need. Get it. Then you're going to move on and you're going to say, now let's figure out the phone. Because I, 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 I don't think it's right. If we share this phone plan, then we're going to have to be in contact. It's like now we're, we're creating a baby out of thin air that we have to see each other. Let's figure out the phone. So there's an order to these things. Right now you've reversed the order so she doesn't trust what you're coming to her door with. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. So I've been seeing this guy since first weekend of January, two weeks ago. So I've been seeing this guy since the first weekend of January, okay? So it's the first weekend of January. Two weeks ago, we had the exclusivity talk to which he said he didn't want to be exclusive because he wanted to, his freedom to just get out of a one-year, one-and-a-half-year relationship in August. We both like each other and are still hanging out, self-isolating, and WFH. What's WFH? Hello? Oh. Self-isolating and work from home together. He, he, he. So we both like each other and are still hanging out, self-isolating and work from home together. He, he. I don't want to be strung along and we both really like each other. It's already been six months going on seven that they broke up. I'm wondering how long you think it takes for someone to be ready to get into another serious relationship after a breakup. Hope you're staying safe and healthy. So hmm, I'm sorry to give some bad news, but you came turn on to the Shelby put on the bad news music. Okay. You're here on the J train podcast freed by noon. Uh, addition. If somebody ha- says something, you have to believe them. Okay? Here's what happens. She says, we had the exclusivity talk to which he says he doesn't want to be exclusive because he wanted his freedom slash he just got out of a one year, one and a half year relationship in August. So they met in January. He got out of a relationship in August and now they've been hooking up and self-isolating together. Well, I'm sorry to make this isolation period uncomfortable, but... What he told you is the truth. And right now, you have... He set his standard. His standard was, I want to hook up with you with no responsibility. I want to be able to leave this isolation with you and go, I'm going to go home in a few days, for a few days. And then not have to come back. Not have to make dinner. Not have to answer to you. Okay, that's the standard he has established. You have let... Your standard was, I want to be in a relationship with someone to grow. You have lessened that for him. Okay? 
Let's just come to that realization. You have taken your standard. You offered it. He offered you a renegotiation and you took the renegotiation. Now you're asking me when he'll come to your terms. I'm sorry to say this. He will only come to your terms when you are a better bargainer. When you start saying, hey, I, I like you and I know you like me, but unless you're going to make the effort that I want to from a boyfriend, then I have to stop self-isolating with you and trading off, you know, BJs and going down on each other, uh, you know, while we're isolated. It's time for you to feel the isolation from me too. Because unless you say that, he gets everything you want and now you're resenting him. Now you're sitting there going, well, when will he be ready? What's enough? Six months? A year? It's different for everybody. But also, if he's telling you, I don't want to be in a serious relationship because I want my freedom, that means he's, when he says that to you, honestly, and I, you know, I hate to give hard truths here, but this is the truth zone. This is the, uh, you know, the Prince of Pandemic over here. The Commiseration Commission. I'm sorry to let you know this, but if he thought enough of, of losing you right now, when he said to you, well, I don't want to be exclusive because I want my freedom. He said that fully knowing that could lose you. So he didn't care enough to lose you to that conversation. And then when you came to his terms, he goes, oh, okay, good. She's still here. Someone I like, I don't have to try again. So you have to put someone in a position where they're going to lose you and they have to care about that. He didn't care. That's your answer. That's tough to give. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Those are our emails for today. Let's go to a couple of new segments. Today's coronavirus rant. Hit it, Shelby. Okay. Every day on Freed by Noon, we'll do a coronavirus rant. Today, people suggesting healthy snacks and workout from home alternatives, okay? Let me speak to you, person. And I know I just told the guy to get in shape, but he's, this is his, he's asking for way, he asked for that advice. I don't want anyone out there being like, here's a great 20-minute workout from your living room. You need to stop. You need to stop giving this information. This is like the person, we, right now is for eating noodles and carbs and giving us one ounce of happiness that we can blame our grossness and unhealthiness on being quarantined. Give us this excuse. It's like when, when you go to the movies and you go, like I went to the movies and I was like, oh, there's really no healthy options. And someone's like, you can bring an apple. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. Don't remind me that I have the ability to bring an apple. No, let me leave the movie theater and go, oh, I can't, it's so hard to be healthy at the movie, so I had to have buttered popcorn and a, a regular Coke. And then go, yeah, you're right, it is hard. Get them next time. That's what we all want to hear. We'll get them next time. Nobody wants 20-minute abs. Nobody wants, oh, you can run in place. Oh, get a jump rope. Fuck you. I don't want to get a jump rope. Nobody wants, like right now, someone is quarantined with a significant other that only bought healthy snacks. And let me just tell you, that that couple's in trouble, okay? Because he or she is looking across the room while eating into a piece of cardboard going, this is, I had nothing else. I can't even leave the house. I should be able to have a, a fucking candy bar. I should be able to have some fucking hummus. 
And, th and they're sitting there with fat-free salsa on a cardboard wafer. Having fiber snacks. Give us something. Let us have some sort of happiness. That's today's coronavirus rant. Here on Freed by Noon. Send in your idea for a coronavirus rant. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's go to the next segment. It is called the Luxury Lounge. Okay. So I have a Patreon. If you'd like to subscribe to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. We have coffee with J Train every Sunday. Also, every Wednesday is the Luxury Lounge. Myself and a guest from the J Train podcast. There's a new one every Wednesday, including this Wednesday. Uh, myself and a guest complain about the luxuries in life. Shelby, hit the music. This is going to be an example of what we do in the Luxury Lounge. My luxury complaint, okay? I was at a wedding and... They had a lot of White Claw and Trulies running around. Here's my problem. I love that White Claw and Truly offer an alter a low-cal, uh, low-carb alternative to a beer. The problem is it's a lot of liquid. I don't know about you guys, but it takes me a long time to drink these things. There should be less liquid. I, it feels bigger than a beer. And also, you're drinking it like a mixed drink. So it feels like I have taken, on many occasions, I've filled a pint glass up with ice, which that's the only way to drink it. Pint glass up with ice. And then I fill it with Truly or I fill it with White Claw. That should be enough. One pour should be one pint glass. One pour with ice. Because by like the middle of it, I'm like, oh, I've had enough of this. Give me another one. I want to be able to open it and I want to finish this job. There's too much liquid in these spring, in these spike spring seltzers, spike, spike seltzers, and someone needs to fix it. And yes, I'm complaining about having too much alcohol. Yeah, they're giving us a lot. It's a lot. I'd rather a shorter can that I can crush out. Go to the next one. Next flavor. Next flavor. I want to be able to get around the tropics in my White Claw or Truly drinking experience. Also, let's have some differentiation of flavors. All these companies are now competing. The only one that's really making efforts is Truly. Truly came out with the lemonade. The lemonade is delicious. It's, it actually tastes like a lemon popsicle that was melted down. They're not doing enough... Like, like I had a Bud Light, I had the Bud Light uh, seltzer the other day. Bud Light seltzer, you're giving us mango? You couldn't go to the lab and give us some cool flavors? You just copied the ones that are out there already? They're all the same. Every company, you have, there's a competition. We're here in the Spike Seltzer Wars. Give us a grape. Give us like a, you know, a different take. Give us like a cool ranch. Give us a, you know, something. Rat. More flavors, less liquid, get us the same fucked up. That's the Luxury Lounge. You can go on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Sign up. We give advice there. Five bucks a month, get you a podcast, get you the Luxury Lounge. Our next segment is the Charcuterie Chat. That's right. Now, listen, you might be listening like, Jared, why are you doing these every day? Is that 
how sad you are. You need to have an audience every day because you can't do shows at night. Well, listen, there's a lot of people out there that, that are performers and they're looking for other ways. I'm, this is my way of, there's personal incentive. I want you to share this with someone that's sitting at home and has nothing to do. So do that. Make your Instagram story. Tell a friend, tell a coworker, a brother, a sister, somebody. Let them know. We're going to be here every day this week. Charcuterie chat. Hit the music, Shelby. Today uh, on the charcuterie chat, every day we'll have a new charcuterie thing to talk about. Today I want to talk about fruit. Okay? A lot, I, on my Instagram, at Jared Freed, I put up charcuterie reviews. Okay? They send me their charcuterie plates and boards, and I go off on a tangent to talk about it. People know that I have a problem with grapes on the board. My problem isn't with grapes. Grapes are a fine fruit, okay? I love a grape. I love to act like I'm Caesar in Roman times with it above my head. Who doesn't love a grape? That's not what this is about, okay? What this is about is putting grapes in uh, next to, in taking up the space. The board is a finite space. When you put grapes there and you go, well, it tastes great with cheese, I'm not debating that. What I'm debating is you didn't get enough of the other things people actually want. We don't want, no board should be a third crackers, a third meat, a third grape. If you're doing that, you're doing that because you cheaped out on meat or cheese, okay? It should be one third meat, one third cheese, crackers and, and fruit and, 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 uh, and honeys. See how that splits up? Because... The grape is put on the board to show people something about the person. That's not about your hunger. That's about you telling everyone on Instagram, look at how refined I am. Look, I'm basically French because I put a fucking purple grape on here. And if you want to be fancy, if you want to put a fruit on there, put a raspberry. Raspberry is like 7,000 notches above the grape. Like, you're telling me you're refined because you put a grape out there? That's the same thing that comes in a fruit cup. You know why there's no raspberries in a fruit cup? Because they're fucking expensive. Because they're the most delicious fruit. Three raspberries cost $85. That's right. So if you put a raspberry on a charcuterie board, I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. This guy came to play. That's our charcuterie chat for the day, fruit. Send in your charcuterie chat items to... J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. In our last segment, before we get to our last segment, it's a quick hits. Um, I want you all right now. Um, we are sponsorless for Freed by Noon. Okay. But I want my J train podcast right now is a time where I, I have to shout out the sponsors because they're keeping this whole thing afloat. Okay, so if you're out there and you want to help one of the sponsors using my codes, here you go. Rothy's, okay, free shipping and free returns at rothys.com slash JTrain. FabFitFun, treat yourself, promo code JTrain for $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. Uh, ShipStation, you can try ShipStation for free for 60 days. If you click the microphone at the top of the homepage and press in code JTrain. Um, self. Helps you build credit. Start in just five minutes. Self.inc slash JTrain. That's self.inc slash JTrain. 
Also, Blue Chew, bluechew.com. Get your first shipment free with promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. Just pay $5. So those are all sponsors of the JTRAIN podcast this week. If you need those things, those items, go support it using those uh, promos. Just rewind and write it down, and there you go. Let's do some quick hits. Do you think all the apps are about? Uh, do you think the apps are all about to drop new video call tools so people can keep dating? I think it's a good idea. I think everyone's going to be innovative. Everyone is going to be innovating. I, I think. I mean, I'm innovating. Okay, my shows in Boston were canceled this weekend. I was like, how do I keep myself busy? Oh, wait a minute. I have a podcast with a stream, and people listen to it. Let's put out some extra content. So we're all innovating. I, I think. What's going on right now is uh, reminiscent to me of 2007. You had the financial crash. And, you know, the reason, if you have a comedian you love, if you have a comedian you enjoy or a performer you enjoy on Instagram, go show them a like. Show them you like them. Because I think what got kind of underplayed is that the same day we went into quarantine and people started getting crazy and the NBA stopped was also the same day the recession started. So you have a lot of people there, and recessions and economic changes create social changes and all this stuff. So it's my belief that a lot of comedians' dreams ended this week. A lot of them are going to go back to work at another job or try and find a different life to try and keep up their life. So there's a lot of comedians whose dream, the, de- the dream died. But in the same sentence, there's a lot of comedians whose dreams just started. There's a lot of people that are sitting at their job going, it's not worth it to live on earth and not try for my dream, to not go for my goals. It's not worth it. I'm going to go to an open mic the minute this thing clears up. So, again, on the same day the dream ended is the same day the dream began, and it's all innovation. So do I think the apps are going to change? They're all going to change. We're all going to change. I'm giving you dating types tips right now for the virus. If you're four dates in, get on a show together and have a moment to discuss the show like a book group. I think that's a fine idea. Can I text an ex to check in because of coronavirus? He's a smoker and generally uninformed. No, no, no. And I say no. I'm not saying for you to be not caring, but that to me is a way to get in. Unless you heard that the ex has it and they're putting out there and you want to let them know, hey, I'm here for you. The only time to reach out to an ex with sympathy is when you're over the ex. Because they might not be over you and you have to be ready for the onslaught of them coming back to you and seeing this as a sign. So you might be over the X, but you say, hey, I just want to make sure you're not smoking cigarettes and that you're okay. Then they go, hmm, I hadn't thought of them in a while. And then they come back. And that's a tempting thing. Um, I just rejoined the apps. Is it even worth it if I'm not going to meet someone in real life till after Corona? Yeah, it's totally worth it. Something to do. Talk it out. But also be unafraid of leaving bad conversations. Don't just just understand on these dating apps, a lot more conversations are going to start and a lot more of them are going to be boring. Okay? Have a standard. Be okay with shutting people down, being like, ah, I'm going to stop talking to you. Be okay with ending things before the meeting even happens. What goes through a guy's mind when he's naked with a girl? What is the what is he noticing and not noticing? Here's the thing about men when we're naked. We are very excited to be naked with a woman. Okay? You are your whole life 
you're spending the whole life just trying to talk to girls and trying to figure out girls and trying to get them to see a nipple, to see, you know, to touch a nipple. And the minute you're like, you're here with me and you want to be here, this is like amazing. So you have a lot of guys that get nervous you have a, and, and they don't show it because it's more because they want to be the man. So I think a lot of guys are bad in bed because they get too excited. They're also not noticing things and, and going too quickly and kissing too fast and going through the process a little faster because there's excitement there that, like, you know, this is something that, you know, that guys brag to their friends, I got with a girl, okay? That's just the, you know, so they're at the place that guys brag about. It's like a, a bride on her wedding day. She might not be as appreciative because she's just rushing through the day. She's happy. She's made it. Um, he left. How do I not kill my boyfriend in, in a 558 square foot apartment? Be okay with taking breaks from each other. Be okay with being in the bedroom while they're in the living room or being on the bed while they're in the couch. Um, my girlfriend has already looked at me and said, I don't know how I'm going to, you know, how I'm not going to end it with you in five more minutes. We're all right. No comment from the peanut gallery. It's just, it's going to, just know you're going to have fights. You're going to be annoyed with each other. You're going to love each other. You're going to hug. You're going to not hug. You're going to want to have sex, not want to have sex. It's going to get, you know, it's going to get a little stir crazy. But you also have to laugh at it and talk it out and apologize. I'll take an apology anytime you're ready. <laughs> How long do you have to date someone before you can poop at their apartment? See, I think you get pooping right away. I think just get it out there. We all poop. I think what I do in the beginning of a relationship when I poop, I go in the bathroom and it takes a little longer than normal. And then I come out and I go, "Woo, that was a long pee. Wink, wink. Now it's out there. Can it work between a girl who is super outgoing dating a man on the more shy side? It can definitely work. Here's what I would say. When you ask a question like this, I already know why you're having the problem. You're saying... Oh, well, I'm outgoing and he's shy. What are we going to do? And it's like, you're not the narrator of your fucking life. Okay? This isn't a movie. If you're saying they're shy, then you're, then you're, if you're asking about it, that means you're saying, this guy's really shy. Okay. Well, it sounds like you don't like him. You wouldn't notice it. You would go, and I love how shy he is. You wouldn't be asking about it. It sounds like you're out. We'll do a couple more, then we gotta go. Mm. Finally meeting his friends after three months of dating. Not official yet, thoughts. Um, meeting a guy's friend means close to nothing. I would say like, cause no, here's the thing. The lucky part about being a guy is that there's no social real stigma the, the social race isn't about, with our friends, isn't about who gets married first. So none of our social anxieties have to do with this, like, when are you going to get married? Are you in a relationship? When are you not? Women compete with their levels of relationships a lot of times. Men compete with how much they make and how they're doing at work a lot of times and how hot their chick is. So him bringing you to the friend, 
it's not going to, it's, it's, because if you break up, there's no social embarrassment to him. You break up, his friends go, what happened to, you know, what happened to Lisa? And he goes, ah, we broke up. And they go, back to Tinder, high five. And then they high five for eternity. So that's what I mean. Mm. If a guy keeps looking at you, does he like you? Or is he just wondering why you keep looking at him? I think when you meet eyes, that happens for a reason. And if it keeps happening, it happens for a reason. But making eye contact and someone checking you out as you're walking down the street or someone looking at your Instagram stories just means that. There has to be the first step. Someone has to make the effort. Someone has to be vulnerable. Someone has to break. But if they, if the one thing they'll do is look, then they don't care enough to meet you past the effort to look. Let's do one more. How do I get my 30-year-old boyfriend to stop hanging posters on the walls? Um, what I would say to you, I actually, this is, I, I have some good advice. I, I was at, I did a comic named Will Carey's podcast. We talked about like comedy stuff. It was a good podcast. And he lived in this beautiful apartment. And I looked over to the right and there were all these framed pictures of like Star Wars art. And I said, wow, those are unbelievable. And he goes, yeah, my girlfriend made it for me. Um, she's, I had all these shitty Star Wars posters on the wall. And she like... This is exactly the situation. She hated the Star Wars posters and she looked at it and she and she went and got me like really nice ones, really like beautiful ones that she liked looking at. So what I would say to her is look at the posters, be a creative, get a little creative and and let's 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 make something that askew that's your next gift for him. So you see something you hate, you know that he loves. So if they're Metallica posters, okay, he loves Metallica. I'm sure there's an artist out there doing Metallica-ish or Metallica artwork or Metallica t-shirts, and then you can put it in a frame and make it look great and have it match everything in the way you like, and he'll be like, wow, oh my God, this is exactly what I've always dreamed of but never thought to put time into because he just puts up the poster to show his interest. It's not as much the poster, it's that he wants to show people that's what he loves. So take something he loves and redecorate it into something you can love too. That's it. Freed by noon every day, okay? Share it out. Let a friend know. I don't just do this out of the goodness of my heart. I want this to grow. Uh, this is the J Train Podcast. It's every Tuesday and Friday. And Freed by Noon is going to be daily so that I can, we can, you, you rub my nuts, I'll rub yours. That's right. We back, feather my nuts. <laughs> I just got a weird look from the studio audience. You feather my nuts. I'll feather your nuts. We'll be back next episode. Boom.